0: The signal vacillated in and out of phase. Distortions twisted the radio and rendered the audio nearly useless. Dad? An odd sound followed the man's voice. Admiral David McBray stood behind the communications officer aboard the Dalryadon flagship King Stewart. Trying another frequency, Admiral. The man tapped in a new number for the ship's gravity wave communication system and boosted the signal gain. A baby babbled in the background. David instantly recognized his son's smiling face. There ye are, Dad. David smiled and said, Gilly, my boy, you look fit as a fiddle. Am I? Well, I don't know about fit. Gilly lifted up his baby boy into view. This one runs me ragged all the day and half the night. David laughed and waved at his grandson. Look at you, lad. Oh, but he's a big one. "'May I present your grandson, William Patrick McBray, all nine pounds and nine ounces of him?' "'Why, he's a giant already!' David made funny faces at the image of his grandson. "'Only three weeks old,' Gilly said. "'He'll be a monster!' David's antics elicited a string of sputters and squeals from William, all from the grandest smile he'd ever seen. Several voices responded with laughter. O's and ahs from behind David. He spun on his heel to face the impromptu audience. David stretched a hand toward the screen, now full of William's chubby round face, and announced, William Patrick McBray, my grandson. Everyone on the King Stewart's Bridge instantly applauded, whooped, and hoorayed. William absolutely poured on the charm. With saucepan eyes he leaned toward the camera and waved his arms wildly, screaming in pure glee, Everyone broke down and laughed. "'Ach, ye ham, ye! Ye've turned Daurida's finest crew into a fan club, boy. Now who's supposed to fly the Bonnie King Stewart home?' The crew scurried off to stations with but a few exceptions, as William shrank back from view and Gilly faced his father once more. "'Dad?' "'Home,' ye said?' "'Home,' said I, lad.' David tapped the communications officer's shoulder and pointed to the Admiral's ready room just off the bridge's wing. Hold on, Gilly, while I take the rest of this into my office. David stepped smartly off to his ready room and activated his own console. Gilly? Here, Dad. When will you be home now? We are en route already. We stop at Stickney Harbor tonight. We'll be arriving at Earth tomorrow morn. Will you be able to— I'll do my best, boy. You know how I want to hold my grandson, but there's much to do there. We're making our plans to get Titan back from the Jandarians, and they won't be easy, lad. It'll be a difficult campaign. They're firmly entrenched by now. Saturn's entire space harbor is thick with Vikings. So you'll only be home a short while? Gilly asked, forlorn. Aye, lad, I'm afraid so. Don't look so sad, son. This war won't last forever now. I know, but you're sorely missed in the meantime. We'll do the best we can with the time we have, lad. We always do. An uncomfortable pause followed. Did you watch the landing at Epsilon Eridani this morning? I did, lad. We all did here. T'was wonderful, was it? This gravity-com system's pure genius. Real-time conversation between the planets. And the stars, too, now don't forget. Phrygia is only a month into service, and they've announced plans to expand its range to help maintain communications with future missions to the stars. Another awkward pause. David sought an excuse. There was none. What could he say to his son? I love you, Gilly. I'm so proud of your accomplishments. You have made a difference in the world, no doubt. I love you too, Dad. Thanks. Have you spoken to Tanamot this week, lad? He was here in Scotland last night. I met him for dinner in Aberdeen." The conversation was no secret. David knew Tanamot's plans to return a McBray to the Delta Phi Council. David's heart lay with the Dalriadan navy. He was a warrior. His son, an aspiring statesman, was not. Gilly would do and be what his father could not. Gilly would follow the vision given him by his grandfather Kenneth all those years ago. That was the time a nine-year-old boy listened to a story at his grandfather's knee, and he learned to dream big dreams.